grassroots online resources. Mr. Secretary General of the UN, distinguished heads of states and governments, colleagues and friends. The UN's charter begins with we, the people. This summons us to place the people of our world first, everywhere, across this globe. However, in times of global crisis, for the good of the world, we must operate in a way that preserves humanity's best interests. I come to you with troubling news. I'm here to make you aware of the attacks that began in China one week ago. These have been treated as a terrorist cell, but have now spread to Italy. I am here on behalf of China's paramount leader and president to say to you all, this is not a terrorist cell. Listeners, it's October 26th, 2025, and we are live at 5 here at our New York City apartment, The Hub. I'm Patrick. And I'm Alex. What you just heard was Dr. Zuri's closed doors UN address made last week about the attacks that began in China now two weeks ago. She asked that you all find it, and you did. Thank you to user GB4534 for uploading the recording. It's been an intense two days as we try to decode the file sent by Dr. Zuri Cho. No words since we last spoke. Again, we are only as strong as the comments, research, and voting that you as the listeners do on Connectus. Here's what we've got. These attacks are rising exponentially. The United States has been locked down for two days with no word from state media or any other government officials. Attacks number in the thousands by what Dr. Zuri called the Shei Chi. We hope to learn more as soon as we can decode the file. New York continues to be spared much to the surprise of all, but stay vigilant. Dr. Zuri made note of patient T's ability to learn, and we are awaiting more research and testimony to prove this theory. With your help, we can track hotspots by logging into Connectus.com under the tab, Track the Attack. More details to come in the episode. For now, we have a list of things to do provided Hannah, by Hannah, where could the higher-ups be? I don't understand. Babe, Chance, I've heard nothing yet from the CIA. We have to stay calm and trust. I am so sick of that answer. Alex has Wait. done a great job Shh. incorporating this into Connect Us. Why is my sister setting up the goddamn response to... I heard yelling. Jesse, baby, you've got to let your moms talk this one out. Jesse, honey, things are not going well right now. Please, go to your room. But why? Lauren, will you come and get your sister, please? Coming. Did you guys see what they're saying, Please put your phone down. That is not going to help. No, really, check it out. They're saying that these attacks aren't super random. Like, look at this Lauren, please, go. Wow. Fine. Jesse, come on, we can work on a song. Oh, I want the harmony this time. What are you not telling me, Hannah? What is the CIA doing about all this? Come on, the UN? You heard them. Why would the UN send out a coordinated response to shoot their own citizens for walking down the street? Listen, Why? Honey, it's all moving fast. We have to trust them. Are they abandoning us? What? I know you've read it too. It's all over the internet. Nothing from the president for two days. No sightings of government officials. D.C. has been a ghost town even before that announcement. I know. I, I know. We've, we've got to lay low until we hear. 
your central intelligence intel. You've got to know more. Why aren't you well, talking to me? And what about you? State media should have something to say. You're an analyst. What have they Infrastructure got? Infrastructure analyst. And you know I haven't heard anything for two days either. But go ask Lauren and Jesse. Apparently they get news faster than we do. Um. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I... I'm sorry, Hannah. I, I'm just scared. I left my computer at the office before DC shut down, and I just can't do anything. This has got to be different. Have you heard anything from the higher-ups? No. Yeah, it, it worries me, too. All we got was a memo saying orders are on the way two days back. We just have to wait. Quiet. Quiet in the General Assembly. Please continue, Dr. Cho. I know what your intelligence has told you, but this is not a terrorist group. We are dealing with something far more difficult to understand. In 2014, researchers from the Center of National Research in France found an organism in the Siberian permafrost, a so-called giant virus about 30,000 years old, which they named Pithivirus sibericum. Giant viruses, though small, are easily visible under the microscope. But there is something else that makes Pithivirus sibericum stand apart. The DNA of this virus contains a large number of genes, as many as 500. This is in stark contrast with other DNA viruses, such as the human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, which only contains about 12 genes in all. They also can live in extreme conditions, hidden for a long time. Though they have remained safely contained so far, global heating and human action could cause them to resurface and come back to life, so to speak which might bring about unknown threats to health. I believe this is one of those threats. Something is at large. What you just heard was the rest of Dr. Cho's address to the United Nations just one week ago. Why was this meeting closed? What are we dealing with today? We have two disease specialists on air in five to respond to Dr. Cho's UN speech. Alex is still working hard with a group of, well, hackers you sent our way off of Connect Us to decode the file. We also ask that you keep checking in via Connect Us. We are proud to say that here at Rogue Waves, Alex has created a detailed monitoring system to track hotspots of the attacks. All accounts are encrypted and untraceable, so keep checking in. Your privacy is still safe. While Alex is busy, I've called in Grammy Sam to join me today for a few minutes. Grammy, are you there? Yes, hello everyone. What have we got today, Grammy? I know you had something you wanted to say. Well, I think it's good to take a moment. A breath, Patrick. I want to remind your listeners that processing is important. I am sure many of you are sitting at home, frightened of what might be coming, of all the unknowns. I want to say I can comfort everyone, but I can't. It is times like these that we must dig into our roots, not as a country or whatever country you are listening from, but to our commonalities. We are reckoning with something that could break us. 
It could use the fear of the unknown to force us further apart than we already are. But now we must stand tall, fight whatever this global attack is together. If we splinter, we will break What was that? I don't know. Patrick? Patrick? What is it? State media just went down. Down? It, it plays nonstop. It's just a blank screen. Chantel, did you see the TV? Yep. I'm texting Jose. He volunteered to keep working. Oh, he's calling. Actually, Hannah, record this on your phone. Why? Just do it. Jose, what's going on? Chantel, I got in. Four of them. They just walked in while we were recording. I know the doors were locked. I got Jerry behind the camera before you even noticed. And Mary, this is ahead of me. Oh, God, they're, they're quick. I don't know what we're going to do. Jose, Jose, get upstairs to the high security offices, third floor. They're reinforced. Get in. What's the number? The code. The code. What is it to the third floor? 427317. Oh, shit. Again. 427317. Go, go, go. Oh, my God. They're right there. Jose, you there? You in? Yeah. Yeah. Where are the offices? Go left down the hall. There's a door on the right. 4516 is the code. It's more secure. The break room has food. Stay there. 4516. 4516. Got it. God. Thanks, Chantel. Thank you. Where were the guards? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. Jerry. No, Shit. No, no, Jose. Let's get to the offices first. Give me a call when you're there. Will do. Thank you, Chantel. I'm gonna call my husband. Good. I'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Did you get that? Yep. Send it to Alex. State Media Headquarters is one of the most secure places in D.C. That needs to air. Okay, yeah. I'm going to call some folks, Hun? too. Let's block some of these windows first. Yeah. Good. That recording was sent in from Chantel, a state media associate and, as many of you know, Alex's sister. We confirm that state media is down and according to comments on Connect Us, will not be up anytime soon. Alex is back with us. This is a big deal, folks. State media has been running around the clock for the past three years since the incident. No word yet on what happened to the National Guard members guarding the state media building, but we will keep you updated. For now, we are going live with two disease specialists. Dr. Sophie Baker is with us from the Center for Infectious Disease Control in the Netherlands. And Jackson Merriweather hails from the Infectious Disease Clinic of UCSF Health. They're on. Hi, Dr. Baker and Dr. Merriweather. Thank you for joining us. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Dr. Merriweather? Alex, is he on? He should be. I was just messaging with him a minute ago. Sorry, Dr. Baker, uh, listeners. He's not replying anymore. I'll call again. Oh, he just sent an emergency ping. Um, I, go on. Sorry to keep you waiting, Dr. Baker. Uh, we're going to forge ahead until Dr. Merriweather can join. Can you tell us what you thought about the address to the UN by Dr. Cho one week ago? Yes, there were a number of things I found fascinating. A disease that could have the capability to push people into a state of agitation would likely involve the shutting down of the frontal lobe and result in the amygdala, uh, the, the part of the brain that is responsible for survival instincts, emotions, and memory, to take over. It's not such an extreme idea. 
How so? Well, for example, there was a rare condition connected to the Spanish flu epidemic of 1918 called encephalitis lethargica. It would cause hallucination, stupor, and catatonia unless stimulated, the likes of which they'd become agitated. Extremely so. What Dr. Zhao said about something being released into the air from a permafrost perhaps had merit a week ago, but... The spread is too fast and does not follow any particular pattern, especially because hotspots like New York, Barcelona or St. Petersburg are not experiencing as many attacks. Outside of China, large cities are generally reporting a low amount of attacks, relatively. Whatever the disease Dr. Zhao is asserting would have to have some logical reason for that. I myself simply couldn't find one. I see. Then was there any merit here when Dr. Cho said that it might have the Patrick. ability to... Any word from Dr. Merriweather? No, we got it. The file? Yes. Dr. Baker, yes, I'm afraid... go do that. I've been waiting too. Maybe we'll hear some answers. Thank you so much. Stay well. You too. I've got it queued up. Did you listen? No. But she said to play it. We, we need to. Listeners, here are Dr. Zuri Cho's encoded patient notes. Rolling. One day since admittance. Nurse Coker, vitals... Resting pulse is at 105 per minute. Pressure 150 over 100. Oxygen at 85. Such opposing readings. Let's get her up to the lab and take a few more. I'm going to work on notes. Hello. This is Dr. Zuri Cho of the Center of Disease Control, China. We are the only research facility still open in the district of Beijing in Haitian, with permission from the president himself. The patient, hereby deemed patient T, exhibits low levels of interest until people are in the room. There are few signs of agitations aside from the slow straining against restraints. Padding has been added after cuts were noticed. Nurse Coker, what else? Patient T's lungs are filled with fluid, but she does not have trouble intaking the needed amount of oxygen. Agitation level has increased, but there has been no communication with the patient. Four nurses and I have been interacting, and she only exhibits high levels of agitation when three of us are in the room. Gender does not seem to be a factor, nor does sexuality, weight, or superficial qualities that we can see. Day three. There has now been an extremely high amount of COVID-19 virus observed in the tissue of the brain. It's latched on, particularly the frontal lobe. Patient T exhibits lethargy at night, but during the day is constantly agitated, snapping her jaw whenever someone enters the room. Nurse Bai, the one nurse that patient T ignores, contracted COVID-19 in the year 2020. He fully recovered. Day four, Nurse Bai has begun displaying aggressive behaviors in a matter of hours toward other nurses. He has no recollection of his aggressions. He has been placed in a secure room, but has not been communicable for the past two hours. Two others in the building are displaying signs of aggression. No one has been out for the past two weeks. Patient T has now understood sedative procedures and forces herself to vomit any medications. Injections only. We believe she's attempting to protect herself. One note, a PA, Dr. Lily Novak, has not had COVID-19, but is also being ignored by patient T, similarly to Nurse Bai. We're trying to understand why. Day five, Dr. Zuri here. Everyone working on my research team who has previously contracted COVID-19, 14 people in total, have been barred to the west wing of the research center. Cameras in the area have been knocked out. 
one hour ago, a noise was heard in the stairwell near our location and we, we believe containment of the 14 has been breached. The four remaining people on my team have quarantined in my offices. We've called for military assistance, but no answer. I am reaching out to contacts, but I believe it is time to activate the emergency UN action of 2B Cove 20 of 2021. That is 2B Cove 20 of 2021. That was when she must have called Sonia. So she gave this speech at the UN, and then for the next five days, she had this patient T, and her team started changing. Why was patient T ignoring the other nurse? To be Cove 20? Oh my God. Honey, See, what is it? Mom? She said they haven't Mama? been answering for days. Why are we? Let mom speak. Hannah? That action, to be Cove dash two zero? It, it should not have been said. Why? It's not been on the do not air list with state media. I've not heard No, it's above anything like that. It's it's 40 years old and was said to have been buried a long time ago. That means, that means they might have done it. Done what, Mom? Hannah, what is it? Bunkers, huge bunkers. That would mean the, the QAnon guy, Jeff, he mentioned construction projects they, they must have been building. He's a whack job, you know that? I warned Alex that they're gonna get blacklisted if they keep putting people like that on no, air. I know, but he said it. I, I can't help but... Wow. This would explain everything, where they've gone. I don't like this, babe. Girls, go on out. Yeah, okay. Jesse. I need to make a couple of calls. If they've activated this... What? It means they think we're good as dead. Listeners, we ask if you have any recognition of the operation stated by Dr. Zuri Cho, please write to us on Connect Us. If you have had COVID, take precautions. In the meantime, again, keep tracking attacks. We received word that Fox and The Daily have also gone dark. We have reason to believe that this will get worse. Stay safe, friends. Keep watch for the next airing time. I have a recording from Grammy to take us out. A quote I read recently by Alicia Spear. You never really know what's coming. Small wave or maybe a big one. All you can really do is hope that when it comes, you can surf over it instead of drown in its monstrosity. This might be the big one. Help us get the word out by sharing to your friends, giving us a review, and tune in for the next part, Point Break. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Rogue Waves is written and created by Brian Middlestats, produced and cast by Tessa Faye Talent. Special thanks to creative associate Aaron Cessna. Edited, sound designed, and mixed by Brian Middlestat. Artwork by Jacqueline Ross. Music by the Rossi Sisters and Ken Plumley. Special thanks to executive story editor Amanda Harris, script advisor David Soup. Special thanks to the Rossi sisters for their original song, Paradise. 
You can find them and their music at the Rossi Sisters on Instagram and on YouTube. Featured in part three, Sleepers, is Lizzie Kehoe as Alex, Brian Middlestad as Patrick, Elizabeth Saunders as Grammy Sam, Hybin Lee as Dr. Zuri, Marley Rodriguez as Nurse Coker, Laura Cantwell as Chantel, Alexis Sims as Hannah, Annie Rossi as Jesse, Rosie Rossi as Lauren, Danielle Middlestad as UN Associate, Kevin Martinez as Jose, Aaron Erxelbin as Meredith, Pierce Ventil as Dr. Sophie. Stay tuned for part four, Point Break, coming soon. Stop the 